So, good evening, everyone. And uh, this is my first podcast. I'm Anirudh AR, and I am no expert in gaming. So, and I've been playing video games for the last 17 years of my life. And my first video game when I was five years old was Metal Gear Solid 1. And it's something which completely fascinated me and changed my life. And I'm just doing this podcast because I want to talk about something I love. And on my first podcast, I have a podcast aficionado with me, Shakti Shinoi, who is like the author of, who consumes a lot of podcasts, plays a lot of video games, and has a podcast of his own. And I'm going to leave a link of that in the description for you to check out. But uh, let's welcome Shakti. Hey, Shakti, uh, how are you doing? Hi, Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for your kind words. So uh, let's just talk about like video games, man. So like, sure. uh, what, what what's your uh, what was your first video game, and just talk me through it. I personally am so grateful that you asked me to do this podcast. Uh, I am a huge fan of video games. I love playing them. I love watching them. I love the stories behind them, and it's 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 a very cathartic process that only gamers will understand. You understand what I'm trying to say, right? So yeah, exactly. you take me back, you take me back. So um, my very first video game was Dangerous Dave, that two dimensional thing, like braving yeah. through those dungeons and like climbing those, uh, like navigating through those uh, booby traps. It was very interesting. And then after that, things started getting uh, serious and we I used to venture into Road Rash. And then, <clears throat> and of course the evergreen GTA Vice City. Um, my, fa- my top three favorite games, if you'd ask me, I mean, okay, I, I won't, I won't say games because that's a very tricky one. But I'll just say series. I love the Assassin Creed, uh, Assassin Creed series. I love the Prince yeah. of Persia series, and I love uh, NFS. Like, I mean, three, yeah, I like everything. That's like Dangerous Dave really brings me back. You know, actually, there, there is a Android mobile version which is available, and I played it during mm-hmm. the lockdown. And Seriously. It, and honestly, it didn't lose its charm. It's still there, and it's amazing, like that you brought it up. And yeah, I agree with you. Like people, honestly, like neglect video games as a medium of storytelling and some of the most powerful uh, stories have been told on video games and and i'm glad that you brought you know assassin's creed up because uh, like i don't know if you saw the trailer for revelations which probably came out in 2015 or 13 i'm not sure sometime around I did, that I did. where uh Ezio writes a letter to his sister it's and like claudia. my dearest sister claudia and i, I still remember like like my my best friend and I, we both saw it on like laptop on our uh, like laptop together, and uh, like his mom walked in on both of us like just weeping, <laughs> and she was like, "What the hell are you looking at and crying?" And it, it's it's funny because like you become the character and you feel these emotions these characters play through. I mean, go through and you in, invariably you also die and get hurt as much as these characters do and it's it's an experience and honestly yeah I absolutely yeah so, so um, thanks for bringing yeah. that up actually i have a small story to share if you don't mm-hmm. mind you say revelations we just one game before brotherhood same thing we had assassin's creed brotherhood come out and uh, it was i think based in the vatican city in rome or rome yeah it, it, it was then, during the renaissance yeah and the renaissance and then crowd of people and there's the Pope right there and his brothers come out. And I was watching this in a room with my friends. And that time, oh my God, the emotions we felt. Uh, like, th- thank you. Thank you for bringing back these memories. I, I, I mean, Assassin's Creed itself is like the one history lesson you need. And you don't need to sit in any class because you are going uh, through yeah. these 
things and it's quite fantastic because and i remember even like a later on game since we're talking about assassin's creed like assassin's creed syndicate and like really understanding the toils of like the industrial revolution of right like, right honestly in terms of story it didn't like pan out but in terms of like feeling the everyday struggles of the people with the npcs you interact with yeah for those right. who don't know npcs are non playable characters non-play. yeah but with the npcs you interact with i mean it's it's really something yeah and yeah i agree with you okay uh, i just want to like move on a little bit uh, so like there are these you know one set of games like which are you know hardcore story based and like it really revolves around the story of a central character and then there are games you play with your friends so i just want you to talk me through you know like the first few games you played with like people around you oh oh wow okay that's a very nice question so generally speaking i like role playing games rpgs but now i think i'm like going towards mmos and uh, i forget but i mmos are multiplayer what is mmos exactly i don't know mass multiplayer online yeah. yeah 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 sorry sorry yeah mass multiplayer online but i just knew that it is multiplayer but yeah thanks for enlightening me so right now if you ask me uh what would i prefer i'd prefer mmos uh because uh, you get to play against people and and the beauty of that is that uh against an npc it's a written algorithm it's like you can predict what's going to happen like you can predict that person is going to like uh, peek from that corner you just have to pre-aim and shoot you can predict that this person is going to come out at this time and then it loses its charm and i used to be that kind of a person who used to replay a game like two three times for example prince of persia sands of times i played it three times prince of persia two thrones i played it three times and like that that kind of loses its charm but MMOs have really changed the game man. I I really think that they have and I think they're here to stay. Like for example, um Mini Militia. That's the first game I remember actively uh, like playing with people. So I was in undergrad second year um and we were just like sitting in a room like nothing to do what do we do talk no a couple of guys full of testosterone we wanted to do something right so Mini Militia took the game and then after that we transitioned into PUBG. and oh my god the stories i can tell you about pubg anurudh oh my god the strategy that went behind it we had actual meetings late at night trying to strategize how to climb our way through the ranks and then valorant uh, which i play with you guys and that, that's amazing it's it's an absolutely pleasing process i don't know how can i put it in words but i really really like it and i think it's really here to change the game um like funny should bring this up i think uh, i forget the game I think this uh, studio's name is Fantastic, F Fantastic, and Fnatic. Uh, no, the the studio's name, not not the uh, team, not Fnatic. Okay. F Fantastic. Okay. Uh, so the studio is coming out with a game. I think uh, I forgot the game's name. Something like a couple of days later, something like that, and it is a zombie MMO. Believe it or not, check it out. Check it out. It's amazing. I'm like, yeah. it's it's like very promising. And like, if they can pull it off, people have tried it in the past, like survival MMOs, and it really doesn't work. But this is like a mix of Days Gone, uh, Dying Light, The Last of Us, and it's MMO. And think of that. Think of the possibility. I, I, I mean, Dead Dead Island did try to do that, but the thing is, it just got overpopulated with people more than zombies, and then you know. people started killing on each other and it kind of became toxic yeah. but yeah we'll we'll get to that later and like funny that like i i just want to share with you like what my first experience was so yes, yes, 
for for my first experience like playing with another person was actually offline it was like in the old playstation 2 days if if you remember oh, um, like so we shared a controller so my cousin brother was like like one of the kids on the block who first got a playstation 2 and like kids used to like swarm around the place like we used to play like cricket or something in the evening and then kids used to just come and we used to take turns and because of that like my cousin brother was like a popular kid and i used to just go and stay over at my cousin brother's house because i used to love playing so much and he's the one who kind of introduced me to this entire genre of racing games and like need for speed most wanted was oh like God, yeah. one of need for speed most wanted and mortal combat were his significant like i don't know contributions to my life and uh, <laughs> they are like they bring back memories even today and like again the fact that we loved formula 1 like both of us and we got to like do a little bit of that like in person sure it was were in the same cars but we had that thrill of you know riding yes. at 200 yes, kilometers per hour and like you know just maybe slightly touching wheels and it, it's amazing like the that experience i could tell you Absolutely. yeah and uh, talking about mmos i mean it, it's it's a lot of fun when you play with friends and especially when you know like the person you're interacting with and things get a lot easier uh, just like tell me about like if you know you have any fun stories about people you met online and like whether you got to meet them later Oh um that's okay um online i think it was on valorant i didn't meet this person but there was this very toxic player on valorant and do you mean toxic or do you mean like no, this any person we'll, we'll get to the toxic part later but you just tell me about like some Maybe good experiences a good experience yeah let's start with that why we like going dark in the beginning of the um so i don't i don't think i've met anyone offline i would love to but not yet but there have been some good experiences so i'll tell you this one time when we were playing pubg and there was a teammate of mine we were we i was just like uh, we were playing it was it was like a four on four what do you call that matches squad squad so so we were playing a squad match so two of our teams got eliminated so we decided to like fine we'll have to take this match we have to finish this battle royale let's try to finish it and, and we were just communicating we didn't know each other at all and um, there was this one moment right Uh, a squad comes to us full speed at jeep in a jeep right and we were in a building they saw us then they wanted to kill us because they knew it was like duo versus squad he doesn't say anything i don't say anything he takes the left i take the right we are both holding rifles each gun down the passenger and the driver side we kill the entire squad oh damn that kill that guys like... didn't say anything to each other we were just like there and we click we just click wipe squad eliminated just like that it was like that was a moment i'll never forget This is a good one, and then we like friended each other on PUBG, and then PUBG got banned. But yeah, that was a good moment. What about you? Oh, that's that's amazing, dude! Like honestly, like my experience, I, I'm gonna like bring it back to Valorant because like Valorant is the one like multiplayer game which I've been playing like quite religiously. Like with the other places, I didn't quite make friends, but I was like riding solo. But since Valorant like forces you to play five on five, so I, I was there. and uh, i want to talk to you about this interesting character i met he named himself after like a really uh, famous gamer he, he calls himself lights okay and to this to this date i don't know his name like i, I don't know what what he's called i've never met him i really hope i could meet, meet him someday but no clue who flights is flights is just this guy and i'll tell you this guy is rock solid huh like mm-hmm. he, he typically plays the character rays and like and raises my mate but if 
I, the off chance that I don't like I play race, he plays uh, Sova. And this is the right. nuts part of it, right? Like usually like a tracker and a duelist like go like hand in hand and like it's a it's a deadly combination. And this kid, like I didn't even have to tell him, like, dude, I need a location spot over <laughs> there. Hey, there's a guy who's like camping in the corner, you might want to put a shock that none of that like and like the way you spoke about you know the non-verbal part where you just kind of click so well and like with uh i remember this one time when like i was down okay and uh like the sage in our team had to revive us it wasn't you don't worry but uh-huh. the sage, sage in our team wanted to had to revive us and there were two people who were camping on my body and i kid you not flights like legit he he shock darted like both of them and then he drew fire away from the sage so that the sage could revive. He died, and I I got like backstab both wow. of them with. So like flights is like that is chemistry right there. Yeah, and see the beauty is like it doesn't become toxic when like you know that you're playing for the same team. Like sometimes okay. like even people people on the same team forget that normal like banter is normal when you play against another person like you know what i'm gonna take your gun i'm gonna like kill you with your own gun this is like normal stuff like in a video game but like within your team when you start infighting like that's when it becomes problematic and i'll first share an experience i had and then i'll let you go on with it so like one of the experiences i had was and this was another you know 11 o'clock gaming session you know when like the servers are full so uh and i was an iron three player and i got like matched up with a bronze player and this kid was a sage and i'm pretty sure he wasn't over the age of 13. but anyway we were playing and yeah. uh so in valorant it takes 13 rounds to win right so right. the game was 12 12. okay and i was like the second highest skills and the sage was the first highest skills i was a cypher and the sage like the guy who was supposed to heal everyone got the maximum kills and this kid, like when I clutched a couple of games, like he constantly kept saying, you're throwing the match, you're throwing the match, you're throwing the match as yeah. you play. And like, you know Valorant, right? You need to hear the footsteps. So I said, right, Listen, right. I, I'm not able to hear the footsteps. So maybe keep your comments to the end of the game. And he got pissed. When the game became 12-12, and honestly, we were catching up to them. When it became 12-12, and it was down to the two of us against three people in the other team. He was like, I'm not going to heal you, Cypher, because you're, you asked me to stay quiet. And what? he just... And he said, you know what, I'm going to go die, Cypher clutch it. And he legit threw the game at that point. And then he he just started writing a lot of nasty things in the comments saying that you're going to throw it, you're a noob and stuff like that. See, like, sure, at one point, you know, your ranking matters and it does get frustrating. But when it's 2v3, I mean, the game is winnable, like from right there. And you don't start throwing over there. And like, again, when it's a competitive, you need two wins right so he died that round and disconnected the next round you get a four hour ban so I, i'm guessing he's not going to play anyway it was past his bedtime or something so <laughs> right. he was probably playing uh he was ready to take the four hour ban but but you get the idea there are you know people who understand like wh- why we play a game and like sure it's not always about winning it's about having fun at the end of the day that's why we play i mean we're not like hardcore you know professionals who aim to you know make a million bucks out of this we just play to have fun and if you get that in your head i mean that's more than enough yeah but do tell me i mean we've all met a crazy person so yeah go on yeah so yeah thanks for bringing that up so that's also one of the reasons why i'm hesitant like solo queuing because i don't know who i'll match up with and look if the other team says it i understand i mean they were trying to rile us up get us frustrated uh, like 
shift our focus to something else but it becomes really toxic when a teammate becomes salty and that i really don't stand for and i've like called like called out a couple of people uh, because of that and like like why are you being salty it's your own team like who else are you going to depend on are you going to like go for go for it and like uh, get greedy and uh, take all the kills that's not going to happen we're still in we just iron caliber players and iron caliber players just like only the best of the best like who are destined for higher ranks they clutch the matches but that that aside i'm digressing so let's come back to the toxic side there was this one uh, kid and uh, it was one of our teammates and uh, no 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 not our teammates he was i was matched up with this teammate our teammate uh, our friend and uh, with like the both of us like we were put in a random lobby and uh, that person i forgot his name uh, his gaming name that is and he took i remember he took Bre- breach and i took my usual main sage and then i am still look i won't call myself the best player i've had like a break in between i didn't play pc games for a long time and i'm still working on my aim i try to be better but this guy was not being like cooperative at all and it was an unrated and unrated is not as competitive as comparative naturally this guy was like writing all sorts of nasty things about me on the chat like uh like i'm calling out i'm legit calling out enemies locations on the map and i think we were playing a split that time like and the split is a very tricky map because it's like there are lots of nooks and corners and like lots of hiding places and i was like calling out place that this is the enemy is here be careful and he's like don't do it i was like why not do it it's like for your own benefit i don't understand why people have to be so salty and so toxic and we we lost the match and i think we lost the match pretty bad because this guy alone pissed off the four of the others and we was like lost the will to play with this guy and that also is like a major like turn off because they don't understand i mean and this is this is not a child and this is like a pretty grown up person like i think he was well above the age of 18 because his voice sounded mature and yeah his voice sounded mature that's the only uh, evidence i have so <laughs> so yeah we creepy to like get his ip address or something but yeah, yeah i get the idea yeah very very creepy is like oh, shit i know where you live bro <laughs> his voice sounded mature so yeah but they don't understand i mean i'm talking about these constantly toxic people that it's not just about the game you carry that sort of baggage with you even after you exit valorant and like keep thinking about it you feel bad about it and these are real human beings that you're playing with and there is certain responsibility that gamers should take while like playing with others it's just a game like okay fine comparative yeah it's a game but still i mean yeah you we get the idea i mean i mean i'd like to give you like two contrasting examples like like sometimes anonymity like allows you the place to like do something like really good like uh, like you don't have to put on that tough face where, where you are otherwise you know like oh i'm so tough but i don't need other people's help like the fact that you're anonymous like gives you that freedom to operate in your true self like you know good self like freely but on the other hand like the anonymity also like allows you to like say stuff without consequences and like that kind of like breeds a co- like a toxic behavior where mm, you know what regardless of the bad behavior you put out you are not going to be punished for it in any way i'm not saying that you know what people should stop swearing or like people should stop you know like getting aggressive while you play honestly that's the best part i mean look at the best sports players in the world like you take virat kohli or even take ninja for that matter right. we all get passionate about the games we play it becomes problematic when you start you know like one hurting the members of your team to a fact that to a point where 
they lose the will to play and on the yeah. other hand like it also like ruins the game i mean if that toxicity is not helping you win maybe you should like really consider something else yes, so yeah i mean uh, it was lovely chatting with you shakpik it was lovely I, chatting with you too i mean thank you for having me sure this is my first podcast and it might just be a really short one but i'm really hoping to you know maybe build on this you know and talk more about gaming and this just like was addressing like a little bit of the culture of gaming so yeah thank you shakpik and thank you anirudh thank you for having me great